cliffcentral.com. How are you? Tell me you're not tempted to burst into song. I love this song. Are you kidding? (laughs) They never get sick of it. I would, except that's such a bad singing voice. (laughs) Well, no, you did a version once and it was very good. Mm -hmm. So these newspapers, some interesting stuff on here. Sea Harvest shares in demand. They're raising their bid offer. Green Bay is moving to the main board. And Micro Mega Directors got fined a million rand for trading during a closed period. Hmm. They're useful, these papers. Yeah, they sometimes are. I also saw... Uh, an interesting story here about Mark Barnes. I think yes, it's in, in the, he's uh, applying for the, the um, banking. No, here it is. Yeah. Applying for the banking license in two That's months' right. time, so they can lend people money via the post office. But that was always the plan, right? To right. to um, turn the post office into a bank. They've got such good footprint. It's the only way to go, really. Big infrastructure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk quickly about some of the things that uh, I need to catch up on. First of all, Friday was great, wasn't it? Um, from a volume, yes. In, well, Thursday was incredible from a returns point of view. We got over 2% from the market. Big volumes, uh, 4.4 billion rand on Thursday, 2. Point, I mean dollars, sorry, 4.4 dollars, 2.3 billion dollars on Friday. And then if you include Wednesday in three days, 100 billion dollars, 100 billion rand, sorry, traded. Jeez, okay. Isn't that amazing? That's in huge. South Africa, on the South African Stock Exchange, in three days, 100 billion rand. That's a lot of notes, a lot who, of zeros. Who are the big winners? Okay. Um, oh, on, on, on Thursday, it was almost every stock. On Friday, it was slightly different because we had a rebalance of the index, so a quarterly. What, what does this mean? Does this mean people are buying up stocks when they when Well, they're they buying and selling. Cause right. To, okay, but, but when, the whole, when the volume is so huge. So volume was huge on Thursday because it was derivatives closeout. And what they oh, do okay. is they all have a position to that day, which they are trying to close this arbitrage gap. Um, and so they, they're trying to get the last price. I mean, on, on, on Friday even, because of the index rebalance, a third of the volume traded in the auction. Hmm. Um, so a lot of it was technical and arbitrage trading rather than investment, okay. you know, trading rather than investment. Right. So the interesting thing that happened on, on Friday was that Breit fell out of the top 40 index um, and TrueWords went into it. So this is by market capitalization. And often what you, what you find overseas or even here is that people track the index. And so they're forced to buy the shares that go into the index and sell the ones that come out. But actually they were buying Brait anyway because it was up 1.4%. And, and then strangely, TrueWords lost 1.2%. So that, that was a bit odd. And then RMI, the um, investment, Rand Merchant Investment Company, they they entered the FTSE All World Index and the share was up 3% on Friday. So a lot of buying there, people trying to um, balance, rebalance their, their, their positions, That's their, their portfolios, that sort but of thing. you know, Brake deserved to be dropping out of there, frankly. They've really not performed. No, not at all. Um, I mean, I, I look, I'm looking at the chart here for two years of Brake. It's basically at a lower level now than it was two years ago, despite everything seemingly being in well, its, that was, that in, was in Brexit, its favor. Right? Yeah, sure. That but was I mean, the issue. Um, you know. And people not figuring out where to go from here, I think. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely mostly Brexit, but I, I just, I'm so disappointed in yeah, that share. It really too. hasn't delivered. I, I am actually as well. All right. 
Um, so we did see a bit of consolidation on Friday. Global markets as well as locally, we gave back about half a percent. For the week, we're up 2%, though, so that's quite nice. Um, and then this RAND, still trading yeah. at levels last seen 18 months ago, 12.71 to the dollar, 13.67 to the euro, and 15.78 to the pound. I mean, that is just... Incredible, really. And, and a lot of it again got to do with what Janet Yellen said on Wednesday night rather than us specifically. Um, and then of course resources, commodity are, are higher on the back of higher commodity prices. Um, so just all things moving quite, quite strangely, but in an interesting way. And then right. Remgro was down almost 4% on Friday. They put out a very disappointing interim results. And you know, Remgro really is just an investment holding company. And I think about 80% of the share is made up of underlying listed shares. So like MediClinic, uh, Breit. Oh, I don't know if they still hold Breit. Um, and that sort of thing. So they, they put out headline earnings per share of 26% percent increase but if you exclude once off items then actually headline earnings per share was only up 4.3 percent they're now in an intrinsic nav nav net asset value of 257 rand um, and the share is known to trade at a discount of between 12 and 15 percent to nav um, just because that's what happens sometimes um, it's now trading just over 16% discount so I guess if you believe there was a narrowing of the discount you could potentially pick up 4% but it's actually not even worth it really I mean they're sitting on a nice cash position of 12 billion rand wow. <laughs> yeah I think some of it's going to be used to buy SAB Miller's um, share in Distel so that will be one of the things that they really management are not really being forthcoming because we suspect that some of it will also be used to buy up Spire Healthcare in the UK which MediClinic already owns some of um, what management have said is that they are holding the money for value enhancing transactions which you kind of almost have to believe because that's what they do they're investors yeah. right All right. they're going to do that it reminds me though I don't know why I, I put the two companies who, who are together the people, who are the people at Remgro I mean These are, this is the company that was started by Rupert right. by the Ruperts in the 1940s they started that tobacco company brand or for brand British American or, Tobacco and then and then yeah. they rolled it out to British American Tobacco um, they started Venfin it's a whole so, of. Do they still uh, own a lot of these shares? I don't know who the I don't know who the absolute holdings of Remgro are. Unfortunately, sorry. But I'm sure they would be right. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, they'd be. I just don't know how much. They for sure. Um, okay. I don't know. And how then much what is? Uh, I mean, what is um, Rainet then? Rainet. Raynet, yeah, um, also that? an investment holding company, but that's the problem with these companies. They're all kind of spin, spun out of each other into separate listed holding companies. Um, what was the other one? Venfin. That was another one that became, that was out of it. And I can't remember if Venfin stood for venture financing or something. Wow. Okay. No, it's a very convoluted um, structure. And if you look at it carefully, I suspect you'll find that most of it is held by three or four people. <laughs> so, <Okay. yeah. laughs> it, it, you know what else this reminds me of is Richemont. And I saw over the weekend that Richemont launched their first smartwatch. Oh. Oh, the first Mont Blanc smartwatch, smartwatch called Summit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really interesting because that's not the, that's not the sector that Richemont plays in. You know, they're luxury brands, they're heritage pieces. So it's interesting to see them going into it. I can't believe that they'll, get that many sold um I and mean, who would buy a fancy smart watch like well first of all they have leather oh. 
You'd be surprised. Really? Same, same, same people who would buy one of those pens that cost 55,000 rand. But, but those pens are like heritage value. They're luxury pieces. Like so the smartwatch has... This would be the luxury smartwatch. It has a leather strap. Like who trains with a leather strap? I, I don't get it. Anyway. Ben, ben looks like he wants to tell us something. No, I don't know. Like, I, I, I saw an interview with Han Rupert saying that obviously, you know, the timepiece has been something forever and ever, but people want to live for the now nowadays. And he's, he is quite visionary in that I think at some stage he was involved in bringing Apple products into the country as well. So he's got a good understanding about trends and innovations and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. So it's not a massive surprise to me that this would be an, an option. That Mont Blanc now has the smartwatch. Yeah. Summit. Now, you were asked a question last week about African Phoenix. Do you want to tell us about that? Yes. So if you remember, African Phoenix is um, African bank that was spun out, delisted, restructured, separated into the good and the bad bank. Mm-hmm. Um, African Phoenix has come back to the market. They came back in February. Um not as a bank, though, as an investment company. And when African Bank delisted, they delisted at 31 cents, um, and they relisted the share shot up to 54 cents. I think it's even trading above 60 cents now. And the problem with it was that their pref sh- because they didn't list as a bank, their pref shares had an issue. So if you had these pref shares, you're probably up in arms because they used to be cumulative. Now they're not. And so if the, this new company, if you like, investment company, doesn't pay a dividend, it won't be accumulated into next year, which it normally would have done in the bank prefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just miss out. It has, the, at the last check, it had a net asset value of 31 cents a share. It was trading over 60. I don't know. It, like It feels like a bit of a speculative share to me. I'm, I'm staying away from it. If you own shares in it and it's, you know, kind of, you don't need the money, then why not? You you can hold them and hopefully they'll go higher. There's no real reason for it to go higher. There's no real reason. They they haven't given us anything. You know, with 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 Remgro and Richmond, we know what the investment thesis is, but with African Phoenix, we don't. We don't have any idea. Yet. No, Just hold idea. tight. Don't go there if you don't have to. Um, okay, and then there was a two point eight billion dollar loss in Valiant Pharma. Oh, yes. What's this all about? This is a guy called Bill Ackman. He's what you call an activist shareholder in the U.S. (laughs) Um, He he runs a fund, hedge fund called Pershing or Pershing Square, which is absolutely huge. He bought into Valiant in 2014, paid $196 a share. Last week, sold it at $11 a share, thereby crystallizing a 2.8% billion dollar loss. I mean, the only thing bigger So why would, he than, do, why would he do that? Is that just being destructive? No. So he doesn't believe in the story anymore. He took a board seat. It's all drama. This is how he plays. I mean, the only thing yeah. bigger than his hedge fund is his ego. Um, and he, he's that guy, you know, like he goes out there, buys huge stakes in companies, um, takes a seat on the board, turns it around. I mean, this is also not his first loss that he's had, but it is a big story because he's such a big hedge fund manager. Hmm. That's what it is. I mean, he was the guy who basically called Herbalife a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) (laughs) He's that kind of guy. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then lastly, I guess we had two um, accelerated book builds last week as well. Um, one, both in the property sector, one was mass property. They raised 1.7 billion rand. And then a company called Green Bay Property, they're Mauritius based. Um, but they brought in a local, com- our local property company, Resilient. 
um, to buy two malls in Portugal. It, it really looks like a good idea, though. The, um, Anchor tenants for these malls are, are the Inditex brand, so Massimo Dutti, Zara, uh, Stradivarius, and they, oh, I've forgotten, they raised two billion rand. And so there's, so there's definitely money still in the stock market or money to be invested in the stock market. Like all these big deals going through, you know, we just read about Sea Harvest upping their, um, capital raise as well. All right, Anthea, that's a lot to chew on for this morning. Okay. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you very much. We will see you uh, tomorrow morning. No, you won't. I'm on holiday tomorrow. Sorry, tomorrow's a holiday <laughs> no, for all of us. Sorry, Wednesday morning. Indeed. When we, when we try to get the economy going again on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. What do these public holidays do to the stock market? Well, they just close. <laughs> so nothing happens. <laughs> no. Just goes dead. All right, there we go. Anthea Gardner, look at your money. Cliffcentral.com.